Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hi, this is Muffin McGraw, head coach at the University of Notre Dame, and you're listening to Dishin' and Swishin'. Hi, everybody. It's David Siegel welcoming you to another Dishin' and Swishin' podcast. And we are talking a little WNBA, a little college, and especially we're going to talk about the All-State WBCA Good Works team with their national ambassador. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, Skylar Diggins. Skylar, how are you? It's good to have you back. Hey, thanks, Dave, for having me. What's going on? Well, it's all's good, and, you know, we're getting ready. We've got some great college basketball going on, but let's start right off the bat with your stuff. What's going on with the WBCA Good Works team? Because, you know, student athletes are not just performers on the court. They perform off the court in so many different ways, and this is a great, great award to be associated with, and I'm sure that you're proud to be a part of that team. Absolutely. I mean, you know, when – um, when we got the opportunity to, to learn more about the All-State WBCA Good Works team and that award and, you know, what all comes with it, you know, for me it was organic. You know, being a student athlete for four years at Notre Dame, understanding time management, have to juggle academics as well as athletics, um, the schedule, study halls, workouts, individual games, travel, uh, class, tutors, and having to account for all that stuff. And then you have these li- this list of these 97 women um, from Division uh, One, Division Two, II, Division III, um, who ha- found time to spend so much time in their communities um, and spread themselves so thin while maintaining 4.0 GPAs in, in majors like engineering, uh, chemical engineering, uh, biochem- biochemical engineering, um, so I, I think this award is prestigious for so many ways. The character um, that that comes with being on this team, um, it's a selfless, uh, you're getting awarded for, for being selfless and giving back to the community. And um, it just says a lot about the, the, the list of uh, women who, who, who have um, been nominated by, by other people to be a part of this list. Um, great role models in their communities for their team, very active, um, very diverse initiatives that they're involved in. You know, these young women are uh, model citizens in their communities, serving as role models and, you know, just the passions that they they have for people and being able to balance it all with all the responsibilities that that come with being a student athlete and still having to perform on the floor and in the classroom and finding time to give back to the community. Um, Very, very impressive you know, resumes and, and lists of initiatives that the, these people have submitted in for these women. And it's, it's going to be hard for, for people like me to come up with um, a final list for sure. So now looking at some of the other things that have been going on, uh, you have been a very busy person. Uh, you know, you, you went over as an ambassador to, for Nike to China. You uh, ha- have released a book. You know, talking about middle school, the middle school rules of Skyward Diggins. And of course, you're still getting out there and modeling and getting yourself, uh, ready for the upcoming season. You know, your schedule is one that I look at and I wonder how there's enough hours in the day for you to get everything in. Yeah, man, I, I guess I only have the same 24 that everybody gets to work with. Um, but you know, luckily, um, I have a great support system, a great team in Rock Nation. Um, just that, that, 
you know, I just I just really love our, our partnership and uh, our dynamics. And, um, yeah, my fiancé, having him, you know, by my side and just being my support system and my rock and obviously um, my parents and my inner circle, my best friends. So it, it's a lot of people that kind of help micromanage, you know, what's going on and making sure, you know, um, you know, I'm just I'm just not not doing too much or spreading myself too thin. But you know, I, I like to work and I like to travel. I like to move around. So um, yeah, it's just a part of it. I, I like to be busy and um, you know while I can be, and it's a blessing. So I I don't take any of it for granted. But um, I definitely like moving around and being active. So um, it's all good things right now. I'm I'm, I'm really happy um, where I'm at right now. It was an interesting season for the Wings. Uh, your first year in Dallas, you know, you, you tried to come back a little earlier than probably you, you know, that you admitted that you should have. Uh, tough coming back from a, from a first really major injury and, you know, trying to get back into the swing of things. Uh, it, it was a different, I mean, I assume it was a very difficult season for you. No, not really. I mean, as far as, yeah, not, not feeling like myself, but, I would say in that sense, but I, I don't, I wouldn't say like, yeah, I mean, it's hard playing when you don't feel like yourself, but I was happy to be playing again, to be out on the floor. I had missed the game so much, and coming in, you know, that I think I was going to be able to just return from my ACL like Cheryl and just get MVP and defensive player of the year in a championship, well, that's what you kind of hope for. But realistically, you know, coming into the season, I knew I still had hurdles to get over. And that was something that I understood. So when I went out there and played, you know, a lot of times as athletes, you you miss a game, you know, you push yourself to get back on the floor. But, you know, I also understand that I want longevity in this league. And, you know, one year is not going to define my career or two or whatever, you know. So for me, you know, it's just about being 100% playing the game that I love and not putting too much pressure on myself. So, this next season, I'm, I'm obviously with all that in mind. You know, character building is is an understatement for for this season. And uh, you know, once again, feeling like we're we're really close to, um, you know, being a being able to win. You know, twenty wins, twenty twenty getting twenty wins. Um, you know, possession here, possession there. But you know, you're playing against the best in the world that don't care if you're coming back from an ACL, don't care if you're moving to uh, a new organization for the first year, um, and it's going to be competitive. So for me to have to go from learning how to walk again to being prepared to play against the best in the world, you know, I'm not that full of pride where I I, I don't understand it's a process. I understand also being being in a new location. I'm sure that you wanted to go out right away and show what you're made of and, and to, you know, try and get the fans right away on you know, the wing side, the whole team, of course, the whole franchise. You know, and, of course, you know, you try and do things, and you can only do what you can do in the end. Yeah, as far as the, the organization goes, that. you know, the fans have been amazing. Uh, we've, we've sold out in games, and, you know, we've sold out games. We see different faces in the stands all the time. Um, even though the season wasn't going how we wanted to go, they continue to come out and support and it just goes to show you, you know, we're in one of the biggest sports towns, and uh, for us to be, you know, one of the only, uh, the only pro women's team, you know, they come out and support us. And having that, being on campus at UTA, we love it. We love the, our UTA family and uh, the city of Dallas. So 
we're happy we're there. And, you know, for us, it's just all about building our organization up to contending for a playoff, not contending for a playoff, I'm sorry, being in the playoffs, contending for a championship, rather. So that's the next step. For me personally, my mindset is as follows. You know, I just want to be the best version of Skyler I can be and put my team in a position to win more ball games than last year, to have an opportunity to go to the playoffs and, and have opportunity to fight for a championship. That's all I'm thinking about. I also know that people may not be checking for Dallas, which is fine. And I, I want to earn. I want us to earn everything that we get. So I don't feel pressure for us to perform or anything like that, or even pressure for me to perform. I think actually a lot of people kind of took it easy on me when it was like, as far as the criticism of, yes, she's coming back from an ACL, and not like you should be doing this, this, and that. It's like, yeah, you're coming back from an ACL. So I guess that was something I I kind of had to make myself understand more than than fans and other people. But just I just want to return. And to, to the from the off season, and feel like myself, and I'm, I'm doing that this off season. So that that last season is not in the back of my mind. I think about it in every workout, wanting to be better and wanting our team to be better. And let's uh, let's talk about the Irish for a minute there too. Uh, so so today the uh, the coaches poll came out. They're number one. You know they for some they they. I think UConn picked up some South Carolina votes, so they jumped over in the AP poll. So tomorrow night we have one versus one. And uh, the games that you used to absolutely love, I know having covered those and seeing you perform against UConn for so many years, talk a little, if you could, what it's like for the for UConn-Notre Dame as a rivalry these days and when you were involved and, you know, what it's like. I don't know about these days uh, because you rarely get to see him play anymore. Um, you know, I think back when I was uh, in college, we got to play him three and four times. <laughs> and, um, you know, especially I think those were were, were fun, always getting to, to play the best, you know, when especially when they were number one, you know. My freshman year, we would lose, and, uh, you know, we were playing against the team Charles, Maya Moore squad, um, but you're playing against the best team. So I think, you know, being number one is something that you definitely have to prove. Um, it's not something that just comes with the territory. Um, but, you know, a team like Connecticut with four straight national championships, you have to tell them, you have to show them that they're not number one. That's not something they can be told. So I think it's going to be a tough, um, hard-fought game, uh, both Hall of Fame coaches involved who, who really develop their players, um, so having teams that are top this, this, and that every year, um, it's not an easy task. And obviously ha- having a lot of talent to work with, but these are Hall of Fame coaches we're talking about who develop players. So, you know, your team takes on the personality of your coaches. So if you don't think it's going to be um, a hard-fought match, um, you know, you really don't know if the players or the coaches that well. So I'm just looking forward to the environment. I think that's what I'm most excited about, that environment and that buzz that um, only these two teams, um, if you're around these organizations and a part of these alumni bases, you know, only this game can make, can make, you, know, can make you feel like this. So I think it's, it's, it's not going to be a make-or-break game, in my opinion, unless it's a blowout one way uh, to, to any other teams. 
but more so a treat, an early treat for the fans. Yeah, not until April when they meet again. Will it be? Will it be uh, that make or break game? Do you still get a chance to get back to Purcell? I know that you used to be able to go all the time when uh, when you first got out of school, but you know, are you still getting an opportunity to go back for some games and see everybody? Sure, that's funny you say that. Uh, um, I'll be in. I'll be in attendance tomorrow, um, but um, I was also back for the Ring of Honor game in which Neil Ivey got inducted into the Notre Dame. Um, Hall of Fame, so which I thought was completely well deserving. Um, ten years as a as an assistant coach on the sideline with Coach McGraw, as well as five years to the university for fifteen years total um, that she's given to the program. And um, you know, when you think about Notre Dame women's basketball, I think about Coach Marshall McGraw, and I think about Neil Ivy. And uh, so that that was something I, I wanted to say. But um, yeah, went, went back for the Valpo game on 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 Sunday. And now I get a chance to check out uh, one versus one, and uh, see see who's who's number one. Well, you actually beat me to it. I was going to ask you about Coach Ivy going into the Hall of Fame because she was so so important to so many uh, so many of the great point great guards and point guards that that team has had. And you know, you look, you know, you and you look at Kayla being there when she was there, and now you have Lindsay. You know, Neil has been a tremendous coach, and it, you know it's lucky to have her still there. That's for sure. And so uh, I may have to turn in my UConn credential oh, yeah. after this, but I but I actually picked Notre Dame to win this game. I, I think Notre Dame is going to actually run the table this year. I think they're going to go undefeated. Well, I think the dynamic is unique, and obviously, you know, um, with UConn having to sort of reload, you know, after losing, um, you know, a pretty big three. Um, so, so them having to reload and them being really young and, you know, still kind of finding their ways. Um, whereas, you know, Notre Dame is probably a little more experienced, so it's on the experienced side. But, I mean, that's why the game is played on the floor and not paper, because that's all we can talk about <laughs> until that, that ball tips up tomorrow. So, if you're a basketball fan, if you're a basketball fan, you need to be tuning in to that game. That one versus one Notre Dame versus UConn game tomorrow night, I definitely think they'll be in for a treat. Amen. Skylar, I want to thank you for taking time, and congratulations again on being involved with the Good Hands team and the Good Works team and everything that you're doing off the court. You know, you should be a candidate for this on the pro side. You know, Tamika laid the groundwork for everybody with her foundation and uh, with Tamika now retired, uh, the, you know, somebody else has to pick up the mantle for the WNBA on being that person in the community, and, and you're certainly one of those that is off to a good start. Oh, well, I appreciate it, and having great examples like Tamika has definitely, definitely uh, helped me along the way. But all the pleasure talking to you and coming on Dishon and Switching. Um, you know, you do a great job of covering women's, women's basketball, so I appreciate that. Well, thanks, Skylar, and it's always great to talk to you. We'll look forward to seeing you this summer in a WNBA arena near you. Thanks, thanks again. Happy holidays. Talk to you. Bye.